Yo, what's going on, bro? What's up? Hey, what's going on, political hip hop? How you been? Ain't much, bro. Ain't much, bro. I've been missing your call. I've been busy, bro. <laughs> Word, pardon me. But how yeah, things been, going? How things going? You know, it's going okay, man. Just watching the shenanigans on TV, the shooting. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. I'm working on um I'm working on a new episode um later on tonight talking about a few of the current events and shit that's going on right now. Yeah, I did cover it last week, but we didn't go into details. I'm like, uh, we talk about the yeah. control. Yeah, I wanted more information to come out before I get into further detail. Yeah. You know, I sold about it, but I did my Friday. I did my this past Friday. So we oh, all right, all right. I like that. It'd be great. Things. I was talking to the young ladies. Well, she's not a young lady. The lady I was talking to, you got to kind of open dialogue. So she yeah. To me. She was like, well, you know, I told you, you know, it's just about, you know, these people are aging. Committing those crimes. If that was the case, they would have a book and law in the books of them. You know what I'm saying? So what yeah. they're doing is, it's not a long roof that go out there to commit those crimes. You know, uh, the average person going to wake up in the morning is going to blow somebody's brain off just like that up top yeah definitely one definitely. person i can understand one person i get that but it's happened repeatedly too often it's too often there's too many mass shootings and there's more coming that's the sad part yeah. there's more coming there's more coming there's more, more mass coming. coming yeah and i believe it's it, um, that they use the elite they use those scare tactics to, to scare the mass the masses and That's what it's all about. The That's what it's all about. Martial law, they're, going, they're about to bring in, and people not getting, people not getting accused. They're not getting accused. They still say, yeah. "Oh, this," thing. and the the kids was the rain. I like that kid was not the rain. Okay, and if yeah. you have been a brother, you and I know what. what, what all right, so uh, let me ask you this question, brother. Um, we know and understand that, um, mental health. That's a real issue. We yeah, really have issue. mental issues, right? Now, do you believe this? Because I'm sort of kind of leaning toward this. Um, I sort of believe that when the government is actually going through some type of crisis, right? Whether it's um, crisis in-house within the White House or it's something... Um, it's from another country but it's public and it's bad news for the white house um i honestly kind of believe that sometime these motherfucking white folks will take a weak-minded motherfucker from our society and brainwash these motherfuckers and put a gun in their hand yeah, yeah. My MK Ultra. I was just about to say that. Um, yeah, MK Ultra is real. People don't they think they think that's, that's real. real. That's it's real. Us giddy pigs giving us LSD and all this other shit. I'm saying, mind they, or they confess. Yes. They confess. Yes. Yes. They confess. They've been doing that for decades. They was been doing that. LSD yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah. They, they, they was giving it to the agent. That's what they were doing. They were giving it to the agent. Yeah. Actually, I was watching a Netflix special about one of the agents. Mm -hmm. They gave him LSD without him kn
Do you know this every time? They see how he, he act, and then he end up killing himself. He jump out, out the window. Out of yes. Window. Yeah. That Do was you in the know 50s, this? Though. That was in the 50s. Yeah. That was in the early 50s that happened. So and yeah, and we got to understand. And, and we got to Technology to advance. They can do way more, brother. Way more. They can do way more. They could do way more. Hey, yo, they can fucking kill me and have a clone walking around on the streets in a fucking week. That's what I'm saying. That's why, <laughs> saying. That's why the guy was breaking down Obama. He said Obama might be a clone. Yeah, this, yeah, this is... Yeah, this is... forget that they, Malcolm X was castrated. <laughs> people don't know that. They're like, oh, really? Yes, really. He was castrated. In the morgue, when they take his body to the morgue, they cut his balls off. Uh huh. And dumb shit. Your balls is where your your, your your sack is where your your seats are. Uh huh. So they could Hello. Hello. You hear me now? Yeah. Did you hear me? I, I hear your your sweet voice. You're singing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sade's in the house. Hello. <laughs> Sade's in the house. Funny. <laughs> Like, yeah, we were just talking about being black in um, America. What's your perspective on that? Being black in America is... Uh, I call it a gift and a curse. <laughs> yeah, but it's life. That's what I say it is. It's life. It's our life. And right, we, can, right. we can either make the best of it or we can make the worst of it. Right, and, right, right. At times, I think people do both. You right. know, because we're only... Um, human. Right, you know? right, right. They now saying that we are, right? How about that? You know, because at one time we wasn't considered as humans. But now well, since we are... I, I think you still is if you look at the Constitution. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, they didn't make that for us. They, they, they so didn't take it off the books. It's still on the books. Yep. So, so technically so, we are, in a way, by, by law. By law. Not by nature, but by law. Exactly. So, you know, and a lot of people don't know that. And a lot of people don't care to know that because, you know. That's the sad part about it, being a person of color. And, mm -hmm. and I was watching a documentary where it was referring to how they took the land of America throughout the East Coast and the West Coast and the Midwest. What they were mm -hmm. doing is they were a, a referendum to the peasants, the Europeans. When they come here, they walk in the field, they had a civil platter. And then on mm -hmm. top of that, they had, the blacks here, they had to train them how to farm. I used to this terrain here. So we right. have not only they, they took the land, then we have to teach them how to farm the land. And then, yeah. then on the flip side, they try to give us reparation, which is 40, mule, 40 acres and a mule, which we never got. So that's the hypocrisy of this government. I'm like, those land was ours. You took it, then you call us Africans. And when we're not African, technically we were not African. Yes, we migrated from Africa a thousand years ago. We know that. But right. we were American by blood. So that's, right. that's the thing they don't teach the children in the school. They can tell you you're a Negro, you're this, you're that. And it's right there in the Constitution. It's right there. They tell you that these mm -hmm. people are the original Americans, and they come with this term, which I hate, the Indian term, which is a mixed people. When you talk about the native Indian, which is those are mongoloids that was uh, interact with our people and the white men. So they, they breed those people here. And they call them Indians, but they're not. No, they're no, not I, have no, no <laughs> I have to disagree with you there. No, Indians, are, they they were already here. They no, have lost I, I, 
I don't buy into that. The the tribe of Gad has already been here. No, what I'm saying is that in those days, they didn't call him Indian. That term Indian came by the late 1800s. That's when it's... All all American terms are made up to suit that. I'm saying. These people, they were were called Carpeton people. They were indigenous people of this land. Right. Just the government keep changing the name every five, every every, every hundred years, they change the name. And yeah. by doing so, they keep confusing the people. Exactly. They keep changing your name. Like next hundred years, we're gonna be hybrid Negroes. They go mm-hmm. change like, oh, these are hybrid Negroes now. They're not long African. They're hybrid now. So like every hundred uh-huh. years, they change the term of black folks in this country. But we are the only country that does that. Other countries don't do that. Because this country is Babylon the Great, mother of all whores. A whore has That's to keep. What I'm you know, the whore has to keep changing because the whore can't stay the same or you won't be a whore. That's and right. Because her, her, that she's, country, all over, she's all over the seven seas with her policies. Uh-huh. And the hypocrisy, they all try to tell people, they try to dic- this government all try to dictate how other nations should live their lives. You can't do that. It's like me walking to your house and tell you how to live your life. Uh-huh. This is your home. I have to respect that, whether I agree with you or not. It's exactly. your home. Vice versa is a thing for me. You cannot walk into my place and tell me how to run my house. It's impossible. This is what this government does. They go to Africa. They go to Asia. They go to South America. Are you there? Hello, Mr. Butler. How are you? Hey, what's up, John? What's going on, man? This is uh, my sister I'm talking to. We're talking about being black in America, JB. Hey, how you doing? Hi, how are you? Beautiful day down here in Jacksonville. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. Uh, we're in Jacksonville, Florida. Where are you? Oh, I'm in Pennsylvania. It's cold and raining. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pennsylvania is cold. <laughs> <laughs> You're in Jefferson Town. Jefferson Town. You're in Jefferson Town. Well, that's good. From that. Yeah, so we're talking about being black in America. What's your What's your take on it, JB? I love to be black. That's right. Too. Me too. <laughs> Black right. is the essence of life. <laughs> Without us, it would be nothing. Nothing would be able to uh, circulate. The sun will be able to move. Nothing, nothing will be able to happen. Right yeah, Black that. is the essence of life. Nothing moves without black. Nothing moves. Not your body. Your body don't even move without black. Mm-hmm. You take black out your body, your body will not function. So, so you said, what about being black in America? Yeah, what's your take on it? Since you, you grew up here, what's your take? Being a black man in America, a black woman in America, what's your take in 2018? Oh, man. Is it different from the uh, the 60s, or what's the difference? I never grew up in the 60s, man, but I can only tell you this right here. Was... Okay. From what you from what you learned in your, your 29 years on this earth, what, what you learned? Appreciate that. You see? I, I really believe that, man. Like, uh, I really believe that, that we, we, we going we, we being black people, man. We gonna suffer because we are not greater than our, our master, which is which is God who's in heaven. So the reason why we go through so, so much because people know who we are. Until we recognize and understand who we are, uh, we'll always make it a problem. Like complaining about the things about uh, being black in America. People hated people hated uh, Jesus, so you know they're gonna hate us. So we are not greater than our and our than our master, our maker. So right, right. I agree with that. God is not real, and he, he he don't exist and stuff like that. There's the same reason why they hate us. So I I, I just look at people and just laugh. Like I, I look at them and laugh, 
And I know the power that I have within myself. And we all should recognize the power that we have within ourselves. And then what, what, what we can be, what we can do with that power is it, depending on how you utilize it, it can be used for greatness, it can be used for bad. But depending on how you utilize it, it can benefit you and help other black people who, who aren't aware of mm-hmm. the, 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 the problems that we face. On the racism and stuff like that, man, everybody. And, and, and you can be the blackest person in the, in the world. There's some racism in, in everybody, but it's... Uh... Right, right. Racism go with power. You know, once you obtain some power, you can be very racist. You know? Yeah. And there's a lot of people that have power. They don't have, They don't need to have it because they're so racist. Yeah, but... Well, we have racism amongst ourselves. Well, that's, amongst that's, uh, that's, amongst black people, we have racism. Because yeah, I did a podcast about colorism. I spoke about that, too. Colorism. Class-wise, too, because people get a little bit of chips, and they don't like their little poor brothers and sisters. So that's... Yeah, that's that, that, I witnessed that firsthand. I witnessed that among our people. That, that is something that we have to break away from. The minute we, we get a good job, the minute we get a good house, we look down on each other. We look down on each other. And we learn that from our oppressor. Yeah, if you go back, it's stem from slavery. If you go back into the days of like the the time, from like let's get beyond slavery, but at the time when people became free, the reason why they say, "Hey, look, let's not let's let's hurt." That's what the reason why they put. Uh, and and don't get me wrong, man, I, I respect uh, the late Mal- uh, Malcolm X and also the late Mar- Martin Luther King. But the reason why they say, "Hey, let's let us let us make a let's make an alliance with these people and let's not let's not segregate us because." Let's bring us together because if, if you if you not you have to your brain have to be if, if you've been around a whole bunch of drug dealers your whole life and then you try to go somewhere else and try to do something positive if you're still around those drugs if you, if you ain't change your mindset if you ain't change your mindset from what you used to do you end up slipping back into those same ways so what happened was when slavery was over a lot of us that they wanted to be, want us to stay close with them and be around them so our mind can still be in the ways of how they trained us for years and years and years and years and years. I agree. That's 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 correct. I agree. But at this time, I tell John this right here, John. I don't believe that segregation is a good thing at this at this point because we 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 as people we gotta learn how to deal with our enemies and stuff like that. It's, it's a learning experience. Everything I ever been through, from hatred to racism to all that kind of stuff, I never took it and make it a negative thing. I turn that negative energy into a positive thing. And say, exactly. One hundred percent. I do the same thing. I had some issues that happened yesterday. But don't you think that we have to come together in one accord for us to be able to to maintain a, a society where we can live among other people? Yeah. Because we're not together collectively. We're not together on a one accord. And guess what? All white people are not together either. So it's going to be a few people. Why not? It's going to be a few people that say, "Hey, look, I want to." No, those who are not part of that, we just leave them alone. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't bring well, everybody. We can't to, isolate ourselves from the world. See that? That will, that will not ever happen. Yeah, but 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 what we could do is we could do something like this. The people that says the people who think outside of the box that say, "Hey, look, man, I want to do something." My people, the people, some people got to be be influenced. So if we think like, "Hey, look, we want to we want to make a difference in our community," we start off by making a difference ourselves, and then. As that's we, what I'm doing. As, as we grow, as we grow higher and higher, then other people see power move people. Then even economics move people. Then you got more people that want to be black than they they want to be the other people because they see what the direction that we going into. So, so when it, well, guys, I was in the middle of preparing supper for my family, so I am going to uh, sign off now. But it was nice talking to you, John. It was nice talking to you, Mr. Butler. You guys have a great conversation. All right, sister, you take care of yourself. Enjoy your dinner. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right.
JB. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like I said, we have to have one accord to work together as one. Now, you cannot bring everybody to the table. Some people, you're just going to leave them alone, like you said last time. You can't bring everybody to the table. Not everybody's going to agree with that with that judgment, with that uh, mindset. You know, some people are just going to leave them alone to really build our community. The thing is, like, like you said, you can't blame everything on the white man. You, you got to make sure that, say, you know what, we fuck up. We, we mess up, too, in some ways. We need to adjust that and get better by working together as one uh, as one unit. Because, you know, you're only strong as your as your people, you know what I'm saying, as your link. So if you have a weakest link, you got to get rid of it. Because if we come together as one link, we'll be more stronger as a people and as a nation if you want to go that far. Yeah. But until then, like you said, we're still going to go to that same, you know, holy hope up and down, up and down, you know, racism, this and that every year. And those of us who are in the politics and do uh, voting every four years, every two years, but I, I'm like, you're you wasting your time because those people, their minds already set up. They're not going to change their mind tomorrow. They, they've been doing this for hundreds of years. You think they're going to they're gonna stop doing that? No. Don't what? No, the way they're treating us. You just got to, you know, you, we just got to break away as far as, like, you know, building our community and investing in ourselves and our children. That's what we need to do. And all the shenanigans that we're doing every day, running around, you know, playing, you know, all this extra stuff, going to church and spend all this money in church. And those church, they, they occupy most of the neighborhood and they're not, they don't work for them. They're not really educating the people, you know, on nothing. Yeah, okay. That's 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 the only thing I, I gotta say on this topic. But I, like I said, being black America it can be a gift and a curse. Nah, you know, nah. when you're in, when you're in entertainment, they worship you like gods, but when you're a regular Joe, they look down on you. I think I think being black in America is a, is a, is a it's not a, it's not a, it's only a gift. Depending on how you look at it. You know, I just say it's a, a gift and a curse. Because... I said I just give you an example. Like in the, in the entertainment world, they worship us like gods. In the sport world, but in the regular life world, they look down on us. That's why that I don't again? understand. By your phone, your phone breaking out pretty bad. I can't hear you. No, I was saying that you know, in, in entertainment, like sports, you know, you know, entertainment. Hello? You hear me? Do you hear me? Well, let's do another one later on. Uh, we'll talk about the misconception with Haiti. So. Um, this time around, because we're having bad reception here. Welcome back to another podcast. This is John from Live from Jacksonville. Today is Friday. It's the weekend. Everybody's getting ready for this weekend. I hope everybody had a great week. Um, today, our topic is going to be. Um, should Oprah Winfrey win for president in 2020? Um, have you seen lately uh, this president being going on a rampage with a whole bunch of rhetoric? So would you vote for Oprah if she run in 2020? And uh, what's your take about her as far as her being a running for president in 2020? Uh, what's your perspective on that topic? So call back and let me know what you think about Oprah running for president in 2020. I know she had a meeting with um, Bill Gates and all those big boys. Um, plus, she have the money and she have the connection. Uh, if Donald Trump can be president, and Oprah Winfrey definitely can be president. That's my take on it. But call in, let's have an open discussion. Take care, have a great day.
Good morning, uh, ladies and gents. This is John from Jacksonville, Florida. Please welcome to my podcast. Today we're going to talk about the misconception about Haiti. Now, Haiti, I've been in the news for the past few months, and um, whenever Haiti's in the news, or Africa for that matter, is also negative. The Western media always claim that Haiti is a poor country, but the truth they don't tell you that Haiti have tremendous wealth and tremendous have great culture, have a rich history. Haiti is the it was the first black republic in the in the Americas outside of Africa. So when you study the Americas, you must study Haiti first and foremost. Um, two dates you have to remember when you're referring to Haiti: 1492 and um, 1804. 1492 that's when Christopher, uh, Christopher Columbus who happened to be most people think he's a Spaniard but he's not a Spaniard he's a he's an Italian uh, that's his nationality he's Italian his name is Christopher Cologne like the Cologne um, that's his name but Christopher Cologne he was working for the Queen of Spain plus he was working for the Vatican's so he came to this island they call it Española aka Haiti aka Santo Domingo when the Spaniard met the when the French came to the island they divided the island in two uh, consequently, they become two nations, but they are the same people. Don't get it twisted. Dominican and, and Haitian are the same people, but since the Spaniard and the French uh, signed a contract to divide the island into two parts, at one time Haiti was the pearl of the Caribbean. Haiti from 1492 to 1804, Haiti for the war, 12-year war with France um, to gain their independence. Um, after they gained their independence. Um, the Western world, um, America, England, and France, they put a embargo against Haiti policies, um, and Haiti had to be reparation of $90 million worth of gold, which translated in today's money, about $40 billion in today's money. So that's why Haiti's poor. They never told you why Haiti's poor. Haiti's poor because they had put embargoes, and Haiti had paid reparation for over two, almost 200 years to, for, to France. And plus, America invaded Haiti back in 1915. America invaded Haiti. They were there for about 10 years or 12 years. They were there occupying Haiti. And those days, from what I've read, they, they want Haiti to be part of America. But at the time, they said, uh, the Haitian government said no, because if we become part of America, we're going to lose our constitution. So we didn't want to do that. So consequently, they they put they hated us because of that, and they stole a lot of gold uh, from Haiti at that time, and those gold have never been returned. Um, they took those gold to Fort Knox, from what I've read. Um, the U.S. government have never returned those gold to uh, to Haiti. Now they they always say Haiti's poor. Now Haiti, you can make the argument that's poor part in Haiti, that's poor part in the United States, and the United States is supposed to be the the richest nation in the world. But we have about 50 billion people here in America. That's poor. But we don't tell people that the United States, you know, is a shithole. But we, there's a lot of shithole in the United States, to be precise. But Haiti have a great culture, a great history. Because since it's a black republic, they don't put that in the forefront. Imagine if Haiti was a, a European country. Haiti would be in every storybook. They would probably make a, Hollywood would probably make a hundred movies about Haiti by now. So... You know, those are the hypocrisy when it comes to a different uh, nation of color. Um, they have a tendency of not telling the truth about those countries. And they never told you what, how did, how did they get there? How did those countries get to that point? 
Same thing happened in Venezuela. You see how they, 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 they're starving over there. But it's the U.S. policies that make those countries starve. But Haiti is a great country. You got a great people. It's a, have a great culture. And then they have tremendous wealth. It's just uh, unfortunate that a lot of people not, don't know that. Some of us do know it. Those of us who do research on our own and uh, um, really study. I say when you study in the Americas, and America is a continent, not the United States. But we, I'm referring to the, the continent of America. Whenever you study the history of the continent, you must put Haiti in the forefront. If you don't do that, you're going to miss a major part of the history of this uh, this great continent called America. So Haiti is the first black republic and they gained a, 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 their independence uh, since 1804. And the name IET means high mountains. That's why they named it high mountain. That's all I got to say on this topic. Call in. Let me hear your perspective. Take care. Good evening. Welcome back to another podcast. This is John from Jacksonville, Florida. We are live tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about the shooting. As you know, the past week, this past week here, there was a shooting, a shootout in um, South Florida. 17 people got was killed, mostly children. Um, it's just unfortunate that our government always try to blame stuff on other people when they all set up to get rid of the second amendment. Don't get it twisted. They try to get rid of the second amendment. Don't get it twisted. That's what they try to do. All this mass shooting, right? And you know this thing been going on for the past 15 years now. Every year there's a, a shootout. And most of them are done by Caucasian, to be exact. It's done by a Caucasian male. And if it was a black male that was doing those mass shooting, they would have put a gun law in place long time ago and you know when it comes to race um, the justice system is very biased and most of us who are colored we are well known well aware of that fact you cannot deny it you can you can you can disagree with that fact you know when it comes to the justice system they're very biased when they're dealing with the so-called black man or so-called muslim and muslim is not a race it's a religion first and foremost let's let's get that in perspective um, it's just sad that uh, this past week, these, these children had to die. You know, you don't send your children to go to school to get killed by an oxymoron. Um, yes, they said he had a mental disorder. Now, if he was a black kid that did that mass shooting, he would have been dead. He would've, they would have shot him dead. He would not make it out alive. Okay? They would not, they, they would not be able to apprehend him. They would have shot him dead. So since he happened to be a, a white kid, a Caucasian male, he was able to get out alive. So the, the government tried to get rid of the Second Amendment. They've been trying doing that for the last 20 years. But the past 10 years, they've been going at it very hard. Um, since Obama was elected, they've been going at um, heavy, trying to implement the New World Order, which they've been working on the past 100 years. Um, there's nothing new about the New World Order. It's been, uh, they've been working on it for the past 100 years. Um, Obama had put a lot of stuff in place, like the African Initiative, um, you know, the Obamacare. Now you have this idiot in the White House. Um, he tried to bring forth another war. And it's going to happen. It's prophesied. It's going to, there's going to be a World War III. Unfortunately, uh, most of us, we don't read. We have so many time wasted on sports, on um, holes in Atlanta. Um, a lot of those super shows that we watch, and uh, we don't have time to really read and do research on foreign policies or domestic fa- uh, policies, to be, that, uh, to be exact. Um, this new world order is in place. Um, they try to do everything to get rid of the Second Amendment. 
all those masters didn't they not done by you know you know people regular people it's done by the government and we should not we should be aware of that those masters they don't just occur out of thin air everything is set up and planned okay don't get it twisted everything is set up and planned by the government unfortunately so those of us who have children that go to school or uh, it's a sad day for us to witness those uh, massacre it's real sad being a parent myself i know that the sadness of that uh to to he get a phone call from the school say your, your kid being shot or being injured by an idiot so those of us um who've been watching the news for the past few days and you guys saw all the footage um they have been reported there were more than one shooter in the school um some people said um there was some video that was uploaded on youtube um the, the government put youtube put them down they shut them down so i don't know all the facts in that all, all i know is that they try to get rid of the gun law the second amendment they try to get rid of the second amendment to bring world to bring in the new world order which they've been working on the past hundred years um that's what i gotta say about this shooting um stay tuned um don't be surprised there's gonna be more shooting and this president um it's just so sad to see him in the White House. It's just sad. But anyhow, you guys can call in. Um, let me know what's your uh, perspective about the shooting. Uh, what is what we need to be done uh, as far as laws? Um, I want to hear your perspective on that uh, um, subject. Call me in. Welcome back to another podcast. This is John Rosenberg from John um, Rosenberg Podcast. Um, our topic today is going to be colorism. Um, colorism has become a phenomenon throughout the world. I don't care what city you're from, what country you're from, what language you speak, but colorism is, is a major factor for most copper-toned people. Now, those of us who like to dip and dabble in different races, mostly the, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the men and the women, most, mostly the men, because men have a tendency to put pressure on women to look a certain way. And I also have brothers that, you know, I have two daughters myself, and I told them to love themselves as they are. And we as people of color, we have a tendency of not loving ourselves due to the fact of slavery. You know, slavery, because the way slavery was implemented, um, we have a tendency of hating ourselves. And religion also played a major part of that also. Slavery, number one, religion, number two. And you can go politics and race, number three. But um, colorism is a global phenomenon. Whether you're from East India, whether you're from Jamaica, whether you're from Nigeria, whether you're from America, you notice that all our women are bleaching. And bleaching is, 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 is bad for our skin. Any doctor can tell you, any dermatologist can tell you that. It damaged the epidermis. It damaged the skin, uh, the skin um, layer. So it damaged the skin cells. So... When you bleach your skin, you have a tendency of getting sick because you have no, you take away the melanin that protects the skin from sun, sun rays. So if you destroy the melanin, consequently, you have a, you're going to get burned. And that's why it is essential that we teach our daughters, our son, to love their colors, especially our daughters, because for a woman, look is very, is very prominent for them to look a certain way. And that's why you gotta start the children at a young age to love that, to love themselves as they as they are. That's why I'm not, I'm not big on wigs. People say, why are you not big on wigs? I say wigs is a self hatred. Even though some, just because you wear a wig, that means you hate yourself. I'm not saying that because you wear a wig, you hate yourself. But that's the 
perception you give into the world. When you see somebody, you walk down the road, you see this dark-skinned sister with a blonde wig or with a, a long-ass uh, wig down to her, to, her, to her ass, you're like, what the hell is wrong with this chick? Why is she wearing this lace front wig all the way down to her? That's not her natural hair. Now, there, let's get that in perspective. There are some black women that have long hair. Whether they're from Africa, whether they're from the Americans, they have a lot of beautiful black women, whether they wear locks or they wear their hair regular. They have really long natural hair. But the media do not promote that. The media always promote white or those exotic Russian from Siberia. Or sometimes they go to the Philippines or Brazil. And Brazil have like over 100 million people of black, of, of dark complexion. So let's keep that in perspective. So we have a tendency of not loving ourselves due to religion, race, and slavery because we have been dumbed down for so, so many centuries now. We, we become self, we, we self-hate. We don't love ourselves. Consequently, it kind of project to the, you know, it project to the, uh, the people, to the, to the society that we as blacks, we don't love it. Not all of us now. There's a lot of, the, there are a lot of us, you know, we don't love ourselves, but there's some of us that really care for ourselves. We love who we are. We love our history. We love the way we look, our big nose, our big lips, uh, dark complexion or light skin complexion, because we come a different shade of color. Let's give that a, a, a perspective. We come a different a shade of color. So, and this is for the woman mostly because a woman, you know, she's kind of, she's all into her look. Where there's her hair, makeup, her outfit, she always into that look. Men too, but women, they're more, because men put a lot of pressure on them to look a certain way. That's why I tell a guy, if you get out date the woman the way she is, I'm not going to go get you a fat woman. I'm not saying that because I'm big on health. So she have to be in shape. But I'm saying you have to love her, whether she have dreads, Afro, her long hair, regular long straight hair, you have to love her for it. I'm not big on wigs. If she got wigs, hey, that's your, your take. I don't know. You can go for it or not. But if she have natural hair, whether it's an afro or twist or braid or or dreadlocks, love her for who she is. Whether she's dark or she's light brown or light skin yellow, love her for who she is. That's what I got to say on this topic. Our topic is about colorism. Good afternoon, ladies and gents. Um, this is John Rosenberg from the John Podcast, live from Jacksonville. Today, February 14, 2018. Today's Valentine's Day, which I don't celebrate. Uh, I think love, it has nothing to do with emotion. It, gotta be do, it really got to do with, the Bible says it's got to do with the uh, Real love is keeping God's law. That's what love is. It's not an emotionally uh, emotional thing. It's uh, keeping true love is keeping God's law. If you study your Bible, you'll know that. But we're not gonna get biblical today. We're gonna stay. Uh, we're gonna stay in the political realm right now. Uh, our topic today is um, have MLK dream have become a nightmare for the so-called Negro, so-called African American in this country, in these United States. Uh, if so, what's your t- what's your take on it? Uh, I would like to know uh, your your perspective on it. Uh, whether you, uh, you, I don't care about your religion or your political stance. I just want to know your 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 real feeling about it. Especially the people of color in this country, I would like to know your real feeling about it. Me, I know um, people like to say, "Oh, integration was good for for Negro American." I said, "No, I beg to differ." 
integration was bad for Negro American, collectively bad. Because if you look at the 50s and the 40s and the 30s, all the way to the 1900 or the 1800, black people, they were doing very well. They had a lot, a lot of land. They owned a lot of businesses. But back when you look at the 1964, um, the Civil Act, the uh, the Civil Act, which is the Act, an Act is not a law. That's why they can take it away from you any any day now because it's an it's an Act, it's a favor. An Act is a favor, so it's not really a law. If you look at the Black Dictionary, they will tell you that that's an Act, it's not a law. So that being said, if you, those of us who study law, you know that an Act is not a law. It's a favor from the elite, and the liberals have really decimated the country. I don't care whether you vote Republican, Democrats, or Independent, but if you study uh, policies, foreign policies and domestic policies in this country, you'll notice that the the liberals have destroyed the black community from welfare to to IRS to uh, the feminist movement. The list is endless. It goes on and on to the Civil Act, which was a communist movement, and most people don't know that the civil rights movement have a lot of communi- communism um, aspect to it, if you really study it, you know. But um, like I said, uh, the so-called Negroes are the real Jews of this country, of the world, but are not those Zionist Jews in, in um, Israel. Let's keep that in perspective. They're not uh, the, the Zionist Jews, the so-called, they, that's what they call them, Jewish. Ish mean, the suffix mean is a... Is, uh, is uh, pretending to, you know, like reddish, yellowish. So pretending to, that I means they're not the real one. They are pretending to be Jews. They stole uh, a language and they stole our last name. So that's why, and they stole, they, they hijacked the Judaism. Because these people from Khazar, uh, Khazar is like, is southern Russia by the Red Sea. That's where they came from, by the Red Sea, um, southern Russia, Asia Minor to be precise, Asia Minor. So I would like to know you guys' perspective on that topic. Have MLK Dream have become a nightmare for Negro American as a whole? Um, let me know your your opinion on that topic. Um, you feel free to come. It's an open forum. Like I said, today is, uh, is a cloudy day in Jacksonville, Florida. But um, I'm upbeat. It's been I've been thinking about it because since this is Black History Month, and then uh, I know black history is world history, to be to be honest. It's, if you really study history, you know, black history is, um, is world history because we transcend culture, race, and religion. Black history have transcend race, culture, and religion. So to put us in the box, February is the shortest month and the coldest month of the year. So I hate that month. And to give us that sh- the shortest month, I don't, I don't agree with that. That's why I don't celebrate so, so, so-called so Black History Month. I don't like to celebrate it because that's just a tip of the iceberg when it comes to our history. But our history is much profound, much deeper than that. Our history will go back to creation of this planet. So that's what I got to say on this topic. Call me in and let me hear your, your perspective. One love. Have a great day. Good morning. Welcome back to the John Podcast live from Jacksonville. Today is Friday the 9th. It's a cloudy day. Um, our topic today is going to be the Trump presidency. I know he had been in the media for the past few months talking a whole bunch of rhetoric about so-called minorities, so-called blacks, so-called Hispanics, so-called Africans. Um, he's been on the media talking a whole bunch of rhetoric. I would like to know your take on his presidency, his legacy, 
Uh, what's your take? Will you be reelected in 2020? Will Oprah come out and beat him? Uh, what's your take on his presidency? Me, myself, I'm not a big fan of him and his um, presidency thus far. But um, that's just my my perspective on him. Um, I knew him from way back in the days, since the 80s, early 90s. But um, he's been trying to say all this rhetoric since the beginning. Now he have a bigger microphone now, so he can speak more murder. And the funny thing is, most white Americans feel that way. So I'm not really surprised by his rhetoric. But I do understand where he's coming from. But that being said, um, this is an open forum. You're welcome to talk and put your opinion, your your perspective on this matter. Uh, what does his uh, presidency mean to you, your family, your your society as a whole, what does it mean to America and to the whole world? What does his presidency stood for? Because he represents America. Unfortunately, we have a retarded person in the White House as our president. So go figure. So um, I would like to know your take on his presidency and his legacy. What his legacy is going to look like after he leave office? Um, call in and give me your, your opinion, your honest opinion. So this is an open forum. So call in. Let me hear your honest opinion about his um, the Trump presidency. You guys have a great great weekend. Call um, be blessed. Welcome back to the John Show live from Jacksonville. This morning our topic is going to be um, four season for a relationship. I know in life in general, we have four seasons. You go to your adolescence, you go to your teenage year, then you go to your adulthood, then you go to your old age. So there are four stages in general in life, but there are also four stages in relationship. Uh, the four stages are the same thing for the season. Um, you have your spring, summer, fall, and winter. Now, those three I mentioned, those four seasons, the first three are most the first two are very easy to go by when you're in a relationship, everybody's happy, everybody's, you know, in love or in loss or infatuated. But once you pass those stage and you get into late fall, early winter, that's when you know that um whether the relationship is solid or it's just you know, it's a facade. So those of you who've been in a relationship whether it's dating, whether it's um marriage um, you know those stages of relationship. Um, you know that if your person can stand you throughout the winter, uh, which means the tough time, the sickness, the headache, the lo- you know jo- job loss, you unemployed, your wife still stood by you, or you went from driving a Mercedes Benz to a, a Toyota to a Hoopty, she's still by you. Those are the things that you're looking for for a relationship that the person you with, they're willing to you know to weather the, the storm with you. To those to those seasons, especially the winter and the fall season. So if they can go through those two late season with you, and they still stood by you, you know you got something solid. You don't have, you really know that they're really there for you. So our discussion today is going to be um, the full season of the relationship. What are they and how we go by them, and we're going to just dissect one of the, each one of them step by step. Um, I would like to know your view on. Relationship, whether it's dating, whether it's friendship, whether it's marriage, um, we're just going to discuss relationship. So give me a call. Let me know your point of view about this topic. And um, we, it's an open forum, and you are welcome to discuss. Have a great day. Good afternoon, ladies and gents. This is the Lou Rock Show. Our topic today is religion is the greatest drug of all time. 
We're going to be talking about the religion as the greatest drugs of all time. Um, this is an open forum. You're welcome to give me your perspective on this topic. Take care. Have a great day. Thank you for, thank you for stopping by, JB. Um, I appreciate the help. Keep up the good work. Take care. Welcome back. This is John live from Jacksonville, Friday night. Um, this is the end of the month. Uh, this is the last week of the month of February 2018. I hope everybody had a great weekend. Uh, we had a great segment with um, we, uh, me and the political hip hop discussing current events, talking about Trump, um, Trump presidency, and we also talk about um, MK Ultra, how those people have been brainwashed um, to, to go out there and kill other people. So we talk about different, a lot of topics. Mainly, you know, this uh, this past week shooting, the mass shooting in South Florida, and we also discuss um, politics, all that stuff. Tonight we're going to discuss current events, and we will discuss. We will talk about Oprah running for president in 2020. What's your take on it? Is she qualified to be president? Uh, would you vote for her if she won for president? What's your take about her running for president in 2020? So this is an open forum. You're allowed to come in and state your opinion. And I'm, I'm all ears. I'm here to hear your opinion about this topic and other topics that we're going to be discussing on the platform tonight. So call in. Have a good evening. Take care. Bye.